Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. ESPN Radio. Get your kicks on Route 66. Little Chuck Berry for you. You want us now? ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. You just heard the great one, Chuck Berry, just talk about Flagstaff, Arizona. Never driven Route 66. You should. It's a great part of the country. Northern Arizona is super cool. I think if you haven't been there, you'll be really surprised what the landscape is like. High mountains, trees. It looks a lot like Montana, but then there's also like these massive desert landscapes. You also have the Grand Canyon. It's just a really cool part of the world. And that's where Montana, the Grizzlies, go this weekend. If you missed anything in the first hour of the show, here on Nuanas Now, you can always find it on the Nuanas Now podcast. Nuanas Now podcast, proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications. To see how Blackfoot can help you and your small business, visit goblackfoot.com. Also presented by the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time, and the MSU Bookstore, visit msubookstore.org for all your blue and gold. We uh, now go to the Rangers Brothers Army phone line. It's time for our ESPN Roundtable. Welcome in our old friend and the, a good friend and one of the best play-by-play guys in the West in college football and college basketball. It's Mitch Stroman. He's the voice of the Northern Arizona Lumberjacks. Mitch, good to hear from you, man. Haven't seen you in a little while. How you been, buddy? What's going on? Walter, it's great to be with you. Thank you so much for inviting me on the show. It's been a minute, and, um, man, thank you for the kind words. I'm humbled truly by that, but I'll tell you what, it's 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 conference week, right? So this is, this is the best time of the year for all of us college football freaks like yourself and myself because, yeah, we love those non-conference games. They're fun, but there's nothing like Sky Conference football, and that's starting this weekend. So give me an update. What what season is this for you now at NAU? Oh, wow. Um, I'm going to date myself a little bit, but uh, this is my 27th on the headset. And, um, yeah, it's uh, coming up on that big 3-0, man. It's, it just means that I've, I've been able to survive and I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> it also means you're a veteran with uh, expert uh, expertise when it comes to Northern Arizona and the Big Sky Conference. You've seen, I mean, this is a, a, something I like to ask everybody that lives in, in these small college towns in the West because sure. we've seen all of our towns change so much. How's, how, how's Flagstaff changed in your time there over the last couple decades? Wow. Uh, it has changed profoundly. And, and I came to Flagstaff originally in 1988. So, I mean, I, I've been up here now for what that's three and a half decades right about thereabouts and so i mean i've raised two kids in flagstaff and and you know put them through the schools and college and they're off on their own having their lives and so i've i've been here for a while and i've watched flagstaff go from really what was a kind of a quaint small mountain town to a bustling university city that has become a very expensive place to live a very desirable place to live, 
but still has retained a lot of its mountain charm, a lot of its small town atmosphere. And it's, you know, when you look at the rankings out there and there's all kinds of places where you can go for that Coulter, but, you know, people still rank uh, Flagstaff as, as one of the top 10 college towns in the country. And there's a reason for that. It's, it's a friendly place. It's a place with beautiful, natural beauty, just like Missoula, and and has a lot to offer culturally, also kind of in a way spiritually, because we're we're so in touch with the outdoors, we're so in touch with the mountains. It's such a it's such a part of our DNA here in northern Arizona that it, it has that 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 special kind of connectivity to the to the natural beauty around it and. You know, it has grown enormously. I mean, we, we we have a Sam's Club now. We're getting an In and Out Burger. I'm not I'm not kidding. That's that's almost ready to open here in Flagstaff. Uh, you know, and when when you get In and Out Burger, then you know I think you've arrived as a city. But it's it's it has changed a lot over the years. Some ways would some would say not so not so good. Others would say needed, and you know it's it's just part of the way cities evolve and grow in desirable places to live, like here in northern Arizona. You could have just said all that same stuff about Missoula too, right? The beautiful outdoors, right. the welcoming community, the spiritual enlightenment. Absolutely. It's amazing. And that's why I wanted to ask you because I do think there's some parallels there. and We've all gone through uh, enduring some no of doubt. the change and embracing some of the change as well. Mitch Stroman, the uh, voice of the Northern Arizona Lumberjacks, joining us here on Nuan is now ESPN Radio, as well as statewide television, SWX Montana TV, and the ESPN MT app. Montana plays at Northern Arizona, first time since 2021. The Grizzlies have been uh, down there in Flagstaff playing at the Walk-Up Sky Dome uh, against NAU uh, on Saturday. Uh, let's talk about this start for Northern Arizona, Mitch. I saw uh, today, first 0-3 start since 1971. So that even predates you by quite a long shot. Uh, it's certainly been uh, an uphill battle so far for, for NAU. So d- just break it down for us. I mean, a, a loss to Arizona, not not unexpected. North Dakota looks like they're pretty darn good. Uh, but then last yeah. week against Utah Tech's probably the one that was the one that sort of was a, an eye-opener. So uh, just break down this non-conference for the Lumberjacks so far. Well, Coulter, you did a good job right on your own, brother, and that's why you're so good at what you do on the on the air in Montana. Um but I think the the, te- the team that you just you just hit the the home run with there is the Utah Tech game a week ago. That's 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 the same Utah Tech team that Montana went to St. George, Utah a week earlier and and dominated and beat. And they came in here and they they took it to us. There's no doubt about it. But uh, it's it's you know in that game we turned the ball over five times five. And two of those five turnovers, one of them was a pick six. The other was a scoop and score off of a fumble. That's, that's, that's tough. And if you really think about it, we, we technically turned the ball over six times because we had a, an opportunity to go for it on fourth down. We're trying to get momentum back when for it on fourth down failed. So in effect, that's almost a turnover, right? So you, you could, you could make the argument that we had six turnovers in that game, five on the traditional side and one on a fourth down failure. So it's, it's hard even against a team that is no disrespect to Utah Tech, but even against a team that that you are heavily favored at home, if you're turning them over five times 
and you're giving up a pick six and a scoop and score in that five, it's hard. It's hard to win a game. And that was that's a big storyline out of that game. The other storyline I think through the first three games of the season, Coulter, is is penalties. And and that's that's a that's an issue that that has to get cleaned up when you're getting in the conference play, right? I mean, we we had eleven penalties in our first game uh, at Arizona, eleven penalties in the second game at North Dakota, uh, both on the road, and came home and and had a slew of penalties against Utah Tech. And it's it's one thing to have penalties; it's another thing to have penalties when you're in the red zone and you're driving, and you have opportunities to punch one in for a touchdown and try to get momentum going your way, and then you get a holding call, or you get a false start, or you get a holding call and a false, false start on back-to-back plays. Uh, that, that's, a, that's a killer of momentum, and it's, it's something that is correctable, as any coach will tell you, but it's something that needs to be corrected, and especially especially when you're starting conference play as we're doing with the 11th ranked Montana Grizzlies on Saturday. You just, you just can't have those critical penalties at critical moments of the game. And, and that has hurt the Lumberjacks through the first three. Voice of the Lumberjacks, Mitch Stroman here on our ESPN Roundtable, probably presented by Paradise Falls. Paradise Falls, a great place to watch the Grizz game if you need somewhere to watch it uh, on Saturday. Both Montana and Montana State out of town. The Grizz play uh, in Flagstaff on Saturday afternoon. The Bobcats play in uh, Ogden, Utah on Saturday evening. So here's a fun Saturday for you. Go to Paradise Falls. Have some apps, maybe a beer or two. Take in both games, why don't you? Located at 3621 Brook Street in Missoula, Paradise Falls, Missoula's coolest hotspot. Um, one of the biggest storylines in the in the offseason around the big sky, Mitch, was the comings and goings of a variety of different players, but perhaps the most headlining transfer out of the big sky was Northern Arizona's phenomenal quarterback, R.J. Martinez. He ended up at Baylor. I think that shows you the talent level that he had. He certainly is, I think, a Power 5 type level guy. How has that affected uh, Northern Arizona's football program, though, because, I mean, you give and you take it away, right? And then, and then all of a sudden they give it back, and you have another Power 5 transfer in Kai Milner coming in. But I know there was a couple guys who played quarterback last week. We'll get to that here in a little while. But just R.J. Martinez's transfer, how do you think that just impacted Northern Arizona uh, just in general? You know, and, and, and the question's a good one, Coulter, because it's the question represents, really, the the state of college football in the present tense. And that is the the transfer portal in the NIL era. That's where we exist. That's where we are. And I think I heard you say the portal, the portal can taketh and it can also giveth. And, right. and it did in that instance. It did. It, I mean, you, you you nailed it. I mean, we lose we lose our starting quarterback through the portal back to his home state of Texas to a a Baylor program that obviously is is big boy football, right? And then we turn around and we get a portal transfer from the Pac-12, from Cal and Kai Milner, uh, who has started at, at quarterback for this football team first three games of the season. So if you're not as a program and as a coaching staff able to navigate that portal issue, navigate it, scout those players that are the thousands of players that go into the portal now every year. You, you've got to be monitoring that all year long. Uh, who's going in? Who's available? Being able to assess that talent, evaluate that talent, 
make a determination. Is this a guy that can help our program? Do we have a legitimate shot at getting that person? Do we put the resource and the time, the energy and the effort into chasing that that player down? It is is critical for the success at the Division One level for Montana. For NAU, for Montana State, doesn't matter. You have to be able to deal with that issue. And and we can, you and I, or, or anyone else, or all the fans out there in, in, in your neck of the woods in Montana can grouse all we want about whether it's good for football or bad for football. And we can have that argument, and all the arguments are good. But at the end of the day, it's here. It's and here. It's not going anywhere. That's right. Yeah. It's not going anywhere, Coulter. So if, 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 you're a, if you're a coaching staff and you can't handle that issue, then you're going to be falling behind the curve, and, and that's going to be a fatal issue for your program. So from our perspective in Flagstaff, to answer your question, it, it, yeah, it was a blow, but then we turn around and we go get a Kai Milner out of Cal. And, and we get a, a running back, say, like Devon Starling out of Tennessee State, or a running back like uh, uh, T.J. Martinez uh, T, you know, uh, from, from uh, SMU. So it, it just it goes in, it goes out, and being able to successfully manage that process is going to be the mark of a winning football program. I can't agree with you more. I think that you just have to figure out a way to embrace it, even if you don't like it, because it is just here to stay. It's the way... Uh, of the world. Kai Milner, of course, transferred from Cal. He had uh, recruiting interest from a variety of schools uh, around the big sky. He's even uh, got recruited a little bit by Montana, who plays at Northern Arizona uh, on Saturday afternoon in Flagstaff. Uh, last week against Utah Tech, got a, a, a look at both quarterbacks, though, Kai Milner and uh, Adam DeMonte. And I'm looking at Adam DeMonte's uh, high school statistics. Uh, how about this? 4,769 yards passing and 59 touchdowns as a senior. Oh, by the way, he also rushed for over 1,000 yards and scored 15 more scores. <laughs> those, are, those are pretty ridiculous statistics uh, from the kid out of Gilbert, Arizona. Uh, I, I don't really expect you to, to blow any secrets uh, in terms of who, the, who might play on Saturday, but what have you thought of just the quarterback performance so far? What did you think of seeing the freshman last week? They are really high on him, uh, and, and 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 let me let me just add to what you said. He is a true freshman, right? Mind you, true freshman, and he played the entire second half last week against Utah Tech, and he's in the mix. I mean, he has he took snaps at our season opener at the University of Arizona. That's a true freshman that did that. And 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 here's another one to add to our our earlier thought about the the whole transfer portal thing and. And how it, how how it just it takes and goes. We've got one here at, at NAU who played up there in Missoula at, at the University of Montana. Quarterback Daniel Britt. Sure. He's he's down here. He's he's trying to come back from an injury. So who who will be the starting quarterback on Saturday? Um, your guess is as good as mine at this point Wednesday. But there are and I'm and I mean this literally four quarterbacks. And including Daniel Britt, who are there, who are available, who are uh, able to play and could be on the field Saturday in the Sky Dome against Montana. And there, there it is. There's your transfer portal talking again. We lose one, we get two. And so plus one on the, on the ledger, I suppose. And, and it's, I, I think that, you know, uh, our situation with our quarterback room right now, ha- having that depth where Adam DeMonte can come in as a true freshman, 
expel Kai Milner, who was not having a good day at the office in the first half against Utah Tech. Uh, DeMonte comes in, plays pretty well in the second half, uh, gets us some points on the board, fires up the offense. That shows you the depth in our quarterback room. And I, I am just as intrigued as, as I'm sure everybody is in the Missoula area and the state of Montana about who will be uh, taking the most snaps in the game for us against the Grizz on Saturday. Norris now ESPN Radio, Mitch Stroman, the voice of the Northern Arizona Lumberjacks, joining us here on our ESPN Roundtable. Montana at NAU, uh, a uh, renewal of a rivalry. First time the Grizz have been down in flag since 2021. They didn't play uh, a year ago. But the last time Montana was down in flag, one of the most dominant performances uh, of that 2021 mm-hmm. season and and just in general in terms of the defensive performance by the Grizz. I think they gave up uh, 154 yards of total offense. And you take out a fake punt, I think it was 129 yards of total offense. Held NAU to 13 first downs and, and won the game 30-3. to uh, So does that result have any impact on this? I know it's been a couple years and the roster overturns in college football are so crazy. I don't even know how many guys are left at NAU that even played in that game. But what's sort of just the scuttle uh, uh, from from the NAU side of the things coming into this matchup against the Grizz? You know, I, I, there, there really isn't any connectivity between that last game in 2021 and where we are for both teams, honestly, in 2023. And you, and you, you, you really kind of answered that question, Coulter, very well. And in, in that, you know, because of the, the turnover in rosters, heck, even turnover in coaches, uh, it's, it's really kind of tough to draw a line between that game in 21 and the game this coming Saturday here in 2023. Having said that, However, uh, the fact that it's Montana, that it's the 11th ranked team in the country, that it's the Big Sky Conference opener for both teams, that there is an incredible amount of importance, I think, and, and I'll, I'll be happy to explore this with you on the, on the show here this evening with you about it, why it's so important for Montana, why it's so important for NAU. The reasons for, for NAU are obvious. We're 0-3. We need to win a football game. We need to get that that ship turned in the right direction and have us pointed toward the uh, a possible run for a, po- a playoff spot and trying to be competitive in the big sky. We need to win desperately. So does Montana, I think, in some ways. I think, you know, it's, I'm, I'm sitting here in Flagstaff. I can read the social media feeds. I can see all of the comments about, you know, hey, you know, beat a D2 team by a touchdown, not a, you know, overly impressive win against Butler. You've got guys that are voting in the stats top 25 poll trying to justify their ballot of the Grizzlies this week based upon a, a, a game against the best Division II team in the country. And they're saying, oh, i got to explain why I'm dropping Montana, this and that. I mean, I, 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 you know, that to me shows that there is, there is at least some measure of uncertainty about where Montana is right now. So I think this is an important game for the Grizzlies as well. They, they want to, you know, they want to show that, number one, they are a legitimate top 10 team. They are a legitimate threat to win the Big Sky Championship. And and you, you show that legitimacy by going on the road and beating an NAU football team in Flagstaff. So I think there's a lot there for for the the Grizzlies to to make a statement of their own. So it's a it's a big game for both teams and it's the first time we're playing conference football. You know, the the measure 
of a team is is how you do in your conference, not how you do with non-conference games. And and that begins on Saturday. And the message, at least in Flagstaff with with NAU's football program is, hey, look, we're O and O. In Montana, they're O and O. Those are the games that matter. Those are the games that win championships. Those are the games that get you into the postseason. And so both teams are at the same place with no wins and no losses in Big Sky play. And somebody's going to be 1-0 and and somebody's going to be 0-1 after Saturday afternoon in the Sky Dome. So to, to kind of get to where you're going with this, Coulter, the game in, you know, a couple of years ago, there, there's, there's, no, there's no mention of that. There's no thinking about it. There's no remembering it. Uh, it's, it's a new day. It's, it's conference opener time. You know, let's just see if we can go 1-0. and That's coach speak, but it, it's legit, and every coach says it because that is what those young men need to focus on being 1-0 at the end of the day in Big Sky Conference play. And this could be a launch point for uh, either of these teams. I think we're going to learn more about Montana than we have learned already this season just from this uh, Big Sky opening road trip. And I also think this could be a huge boost for NAU if they could get Montana at home because then you look at the gauntlet that they got to go on. They're at Sac State and at Weber State. They also have Portland State and UC Davis coming to town. Then they got a trip to Bozeman. So that's that's as tough of a schedule as anybody in the big sky is going to have to play. I mean, you basically have to play all the best teams besides Idaho and pretty much all of them in a row. So uh, it's a yeah. it's a huge sort of beginning point for Northern Arizona. Yeah, that's a, that's a super, super valid point, Coulter. And, and it, you, the schedule is a tough one for the Lumberjacks. And you, you, you brought up those those games. I mean, we, you know, after that, we got to go to to Sac State. We got to go to Weber State. You know, we're, we're going to be in Bozeman. We're going to be at Eastern Washington. Uh, all those teams at their houses on the road. It is a gauntlet. No doubt about it. It is a gauntlet. And, and we, we have an opportunity on Saturday to, you know, try and at least run that gauntlet. And, and, and honestly, that gauntlet begins Saturday. I mean, you know, Montana, hello, rank number 11 in the country. Hello, number 11 in the country. And, and I might argue that I think that, you know, at least from where I sit, uh, I think that might be a titch low. Uh, I, I, I think Montana is better than people are giving them some credit for around the country on the balloting. Uh, I'm not a voter in the top 25 this year, but if I were, I can guarantee you my ballot would not be at number 11. It would be a single digit for Montana. Uh, I will always err on the side of belief in the Grizzlies as a strength in the in the Big Sky Conference uh, until I see otherwise, and right now they're a perfect three and zero, and they handle their business. And don't talk to me about a Ferris State D two team. That team is a really good football team, and I think would be uh, a very competitive team in the FCS and in the Big Sky Conference. Would beat a lot of teams in the Big Sky. So uh, I I'm a little more uh, uh, bullish on the on the Grizz than maybe some others are around the around the country, but. I just I just know what the Montana Grizzlies are capable of doing, and by God, they're three and zero. Don't talk to me until they lose a game uh, that they're that they're not a top ten team. So the gauntlet begins on Saturday, and for NAU, and it's a it's a big game for the Lumberjacks, no question about it. He's Mitch Roman, voice of the Northern Arizona Lumberjacks. He'll be on the call on Saturday afternoon with Montana in town to take on NAU in Flagstaff. 
Mitch, appreciate the time, man, and best of luck with everything. Hopefully we run into you sooner than later, but thanks so much for spending some time with us here today. Always my pleasure, Coulter. Thank you so much. An honor to be with you guys and, and looking forward to the game call. Just a just a quick correction. I won't be on the call on ESPN+. Plus. Mm. Uh, we are not, NAU TV is not producing that game. Got it. That game is being picked, uh, produced by the folks with scripts. And so it'll be, you know, it'll be radio only for us. But, dude, can't wait to run into you here soon. And, and uh, good luck for the rest of the season. There you go, Mitch Stroman. It's our ESPN Roundtable presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula. I need a place to watch. The Grizz game kickoff is uh, 1 p.m. Arizona time. So that's 2 p.m. here in Montana. So uh, head on down to Paradise Falls. They got more than 20 big screen TVs. They always have food and drink specials going, especially on game day Saturdays. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, great place to hang out with family and friends alike. Paradise Falls located at 3621 Brook Street, Missoula's coolest hot spot. If you need something to do to get fueled up in the morning on Saturday, they got a fundraiser pancake breakfast going on to benefit a couple different organizations. A fun interview all about guns and hoses. The softball fundraiser coming up on Saturday. Andrew Houghton provides some insight right after this. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. And Dwight, your father founded Schulte Law Firm in 1987 and since then has mediated more than 3,000 family law and divorce cases. Why is he so good at that sort of law? Well, he is a smart and patient man. A lot of situations where you find yourself in need of attorney are a high conflict situation. And it's really important. And it's a a tenet of our firm that we work through litigious issues in a collaborative way. It's important at Schulte Law Firm that when we're litigating these very serious issues that impact people's lives, that we do so in a way that provides the best representation and the best result to our clients. And what we have found is that the best way to do that is to litigate these issues effectively while doing so with a high degree of professionalism. We can have these disagreements without making it personal. Visit jshultylaw.com. He's new on his now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. If you've never been to Northern Arizona and driven Route 66, man, it's like something right out of an Eagles song. My family, my parents are from Northern Arizona. They grew up in Sedona. And they love the Eagles. So when I hear the Eagles, especially after having spent time now as an adult in Northern Arizona, it just takes me back. Reminds me of Flagstaff and the Red Rock country and uh, all that sort of stuff. Welcome back. Nuanas now. ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. A fundraiser for a good cause this weekend. Andrew Houghton has more. And happy to welcome into the studio as we continue to bring you news about some of the great events happening around Missoula. Joining us now on Nuanez Now, Bo Larkin, the president of the Kiwanis Club, here to talk a little bit about a great event happening September 23rd down there at Ogren Park. 
Paddlehead season, of course, over. Ends tragically in the playoffs, but that doesn't mean that things aren't still happening at Ogren Park. And the Kiwanis Club, in fact, is hosting a great event on September 23rd. Pancake breakfast as well as a charity softball game. Bo, first off, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me in, Andrew. It's a pleasure to be here. So let's just start with this. Tell everybody uh, a little bit about this event in the broad strokes. It sounds like you got a lot going on down there at the Paddlehead Stadium on September 23rd. We sure do. Yeah, from 7 a.m. to 1 p.m., we'll be serving a pancake breakfast. That's pancakes, sausage, applesauce, coffee, juice, milk, you know, lots of different drinks. And uh, it's all you can eat for $5. Kids five and under are free. But you come in, buy a ticket, get you into the venue, and you will not leave hungry. That sounds spectacular. I haven't been to a good uh, pancake breakfast in a long time, but $5 for all you can eat sounds really great. And then also there's going to be some entertainment as well. You guys are hosting a a Guns and Hoses softball Mm -hmm. game between the the police department and the fire department here in Missoula. That will be happening also at the same time. That's right. Yeah, I wish I could claim credit for the name Guns and Hoses. That's got a nice ring to it, but uh, I can't. Yeah, 10 o'clock is when that game starts. So, you know, come down and eat, you know, between 7 and 10 if you want. But if you're there, if you're really coming to see the softball game, get there about 9.30, quarter to 10. Now, this is a really neat event. It's going to be an excellent exhibition game between the Missoula Police and the Missoula Fire Departments, and it's going to be a real bona fide softball game. We have referees, umpires, uh, shirts, uniforms. We'll have an announcer on the field. We've got a local celebrity singing the national anthem to kick the event off, so it's going to be a real softball game for for everybody to watch while they're there. I figure those guys get pretty competitive about it as well. Is this the first time you've done something like this? Yeah, in 62 years of doing the pancake breakfast, it's the first time that we have had an actual entertainment event at the same time. However, it's not the first time for Missoula's Finest. They have done other charity softball games with police and fire playing each other. Uh, so so they're, they're familiar with this and they've done it before. Very cool. Bo Larkin, he's the president uh, of the Missoula Kiwanis Club, joining us on Nuanes now. Kiwanis Club hosting uh, a great event September 23rd down there at Ogren Park. It's the Paddlehead Stadium. Pancake breakfast starting at 7 a.m., Guns and Hoses softball game between the police and fire departments starting at 10 a.m. And that event will run through to 1 p.m. So uh, if you're free at all that morning or early afternoon of September 23rd, might be worth checking out. As both said, only $5 to enter, and that'll get you all you can eat pancakes as well as this, of course, comes with admission to the softball game since it's all happening in the same place. That's correct. Bo, tell me a little bit about what this event is for, why you guys are doing this, what that money is going to go towards. That's right. Yeah, so we're a service club, and what we've done for a very long time, you know, our club is 102 years old, and the money we raise, 100% of it goes to charity. We don't have any uh, staff. We don't pay any of our own people anything. So we raise money, and we turn that around. Now, for Kiwanis, Almost all of that money that we contribute back to the community goes to support youth programs. Many people will be familiar with Kiwanis basketball, which has been going on for many decades. That's a tournament for middle school kids uh, that happens every spring. And we fund that to keep it free for all participants. So any uh, middle school kids in Missoula County, basically, Missoula County public school area, uh, can can participate in that. We also give uh, thousands a year in grants to various nonprofits who support kids that could be 
early childhood development, uh, trauma, school preparedness, stuff like that. Uh, we provide scholarships to, uh, uni- to in, uh, outgoing high school students going to college. We, we provide scholarship money. And then a host of other things we do for 4-H and other youth programs around. That's awesome. So you know exactly where your money is going if you do choose to attend this event on September 23rd. Bo, that's fascinating. You mentioned the Kiwanis Club been around for 102 years. Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit more about that. And then for somebody like yourself, how do you become involved with it? What what drew you towards uh, towards joining the Kiwanis? Yeah. uh, You know, several years ago, my wife and I uh, were thinking, you know, we wanted an opportunity to serve and and give something back to the community. And we started looking around. Now, my wife had been in what's called Key Club in high school. And your listeners can think back. And I'm sure you recognize, remember that name, Key Club. Well, what Key Club is, is it's the high school version of Kiwanis. I never knew that. But my wife said, well, I was in Key Club. You know, let's go look at the Kiwanis Club. We got online, found this club, went to a meeting and thought these are great people people doing great things and we want to join and anybody can do that any you know at the pancake breakfast you can ask us about our club we meet every tuesday at noon people can come to our meeting and uh, learn more about us and if they want to join they sure can where can they go do you guys have a website as well for for first of all information on this event the pancake breakfast and the charity softball game on september 23rd i mentioned the details several times but i'm sure people will want to look that up online Uh, and then if they have more questions about what you guys do Yep. MissoulaKiwanis.com is our website. You can find lots of information there. And we probably update our Facebook page a lot more. So again, that's just Missoula Kiwanis Club on Facebook. And we have created events on social media for this uh, pancake breakfast. But then we also have details about where we meet, what we do, who we are, and who we support. One more time, uh, Missoula Kiwanis Club hosting a pancake breakfast as well as a Guns and Hoses charity softball game between the Missoula Police and Fire Department. That's September 23rd. Pancake Breakfast gets kicked off at 7 a.m. This is all going to be at the Paddlehead Stadium, Ogren Park, right down there by the Clark Fork River. Softball game gets started at 10 a.m. You mentioned the the police and fire departments have have done things like this before. What, what, What are you expecting from the softball game? Gosh, I don't know. I, it's hard to sort of bait this before the event trying to pick a winner, but I can tell you the, tra- the trash talk between the two different organizations has been uh, all in good fun, and it started off right away when we started uh, interviewing them. Uh, we've asked on social media for people to say in, in the comments whether they think the fire or the police are going to win, and uh, we find that, that the, within those organizations, they're trying to load those votes. So I don't know if I want to make any predictions, but I think they're each going to try pretty hard to win this game. Competition starting before they ever take the field. I love that. Bo Larkin, president of Missoula Kiwanis, joining us. Bo, anything else you wanted to mention about this event, details that we've missed, your organization, or anything else before we get you out of here? No, the one more thing I'd like to say, Andrew, and thank you for the opportunity is just that, first of all, I really need to thank the Paddleheads organization. We've been working with them on this event for months. Of course, we did it last year with them as well. They really roll out the red carpet for you if you're a nonprofit looking to host an event at the stadium. Uh, they provide a ton of support. And then I also would like to mention our flagship sponsor, Advanced Imaging. Uh, they've really helped make this possible, keeping our costs low so that we can provide all-you-can-eat breakfast for $5 and still make enough money to give back to the community. So those are some people to thank. Many, many sponsors have, con- have 
have supported this. Uh, and you can see a list of them on Facebook. You can also see it uh, at the game. We'll have all the sponsors up on the Jumbotron and we'll have some signboards out with them. So we really want to thank the people in the community who have come forward, uh, businesses and individuals to sponsor this event. There you go. September 23rd, Ogren Park, 7 a.m. Pancake breakfast gets started. 10 a.m. There will be a charity softball game between the Missoula Police and Fire Departments. All of it goes to support the Missoula Kiwanis, which will put that money back into the community, supporting youth programs across Missoula. Bo Larkin, Missoula Kiwanis president, joining us to give a little bit more information about that event. Bo, thanks so much for your time. Thank you, Andrew. Kiwanis always finds good causes. The Kiwanis organization has been around for so long, and they do such a great job in Missoula, but all over the place, of helping with youth engagement and things uh, with young people, which is the way to keep communities vibrant. So thanks to Andrew and thanks to the Kiwanis Club for swinging down. Well, it's now ESPN Radio. Maybe we'll do some Big Sky Blindside right after this. Nineties rock theme in hour number one. Then we had a little Route sixty six Northern Arizona theme in hour number two. That song's just sweet. I just heard it on the U one hundred four five, one of our sister stations here at Missoula Broadcasting Company. Heard it a little earlier on today and was like, man, Force of the Machine, just rip, sweet music act. And so decided to play a little Florence and the Machine here on Nuanas Now. Welcome back, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and. The ESPN MT app. I'm Coulter Nuanez. Appreciate you for joining us today. If you missed anything in the show, covered a lot of ground today. Talked about the uh, potential, uh, at least conversation, about a relegation model for football uh, programs and athletic departments in the West with the basic pending dissolution of the Pac-12 and uh, the uncertainty surrounding Oregon State, Washington State, the Mountain West, and maybe even the Big Sky. The fun discussion. We also heard from Drew Polidor, who's a sophomore uh, safety for the Montana State Bobcats. We also talked some baseball and gave you some wings. Heard from Mitch Stroman, who's the voice, play-by-play voice of uh, Northern Arizona as the Grizzlies prepare to go to Flagstaff. And uh, we also heard from some folks from the Kiwanis Club all about the Guns and Hoses fundraiser event that's happening this Saturday here in Missoula. And Nuanas Now podcast probably presented by Blackfoot Communications, the M Store where they're all grizz all the time, and the MSU Bookstore. We got more tickets to the Fight Fusion event at the Adams Center Friday night. You want a pair of tickets to go watch some of the best mixed martial arts fighters in Montana? Call us right now, 406-888. Well, actually, text us. Keep the texts coming in, 406-888-1029. Any and all texts will enter you for a couple tickets to the Fight Fusion event at the Adams Center on Friday night, 406-888-1029. As always, Andrew, I always put the, the blindside conversations on the outline. Then we talk about planned stuff, and we almost never get to a full-on blindside session. Maybe we'll do that sometime early next week. But let's get one in here. Uh, what, do you, what do you got, or, or, or do you want me to come up with one? What do you want to do? Well, we talked about... Caden Bennett a little bit, I think yesterday, talking about Sac State beating Stanford. Yeah. How would you rank the quarterbacks in wow. the big sky right now? That's hilarious. That's exactly the question I was going to ask you. <laughs> 
we we got the mental hookup going on. I swear we did not discuss that whatsoever. That was exactly the cut. If yeah, Andrews then it wouldn't be blindside. <laughs> if Andrews said, "What do you got?" I would have said, "Rank the quarterbacks right now uh, in the Big Sky Conference." All right, uh, let, let's think about this real quick. First of all, I think you got to put a, a little caveat to it because Tommy Malott has been out for about half of the season at Montana State. He would certainly be a guy that's at the very least in the conversation. I know that I am a, a big Tommy Malott fan. There's a lot of people that are big fans of this of this dude just as a, uh, first of all, a person and like a, a an icon in Montana. But there's also a lot of people that, th- that I think have a misperception of what he is and what he does well. When he's at his best, I think he's an unbelievable dual-threat quarterback. He's not just a running quarterback. I mean, people forget, his freshman year, it was the way he threw the ball that got the Cats to the national championship game. He ran the ball great, and he's always going to run the ball great. He's one of the great athletes, period, that can get the ball in his hands. But for Montana State to go as far as they can go, it's it's Tommy Malott finding rhythm and, and flow in the pass game. But he's only played... Uh, you know, I mean, he split time in, in their opener against Utah Tech. He got knocked down the South Dakota State game. He didn't play last week. He's probably not going to play this, this week. So let's put him to the side. He's certainly going to be one of the best guys in the league if and when he's back healthy. But I think that I, right now I would rank the, the quarterbacks in the Big Sky Conference. I think I would still have Javonny McCoy from Idaho at number one because of what he's accomplished so far. Caden Bennett from Sac State is certainly one of the breakout guys in the league. I'm not quite ready to put him ahead of Miles Hastings yet either, though. Miles Hastings at UC Davis is a, a returning first-team All-League performer uh, who's only a junior. So I think I'd probably put Miles Hastings two. But then I do think you could put Caden Bennett at three. He's going to have to go through what so many quarterbacks have to go through, and that's when you first break out sometimes some of your breakout is because teams just don't really have a formula on how to prepare for you or how to how to stop you. Then when a team figures it out, everybody else copies them. We saw this with Lamar Jackson and Russell Wilson, both in the NFL as well. Make no mistake, Idaho is going to have a plan to slow down Caden Bennett after he threw for 200-plus and, and rushed for another 100 against Stanford last week. But I do think he has a chance to be one of the breakout stars so far uh, this season in the Big Sky Conference. And then I think that number four, you got to go with Kakoa Vespera. Am I saying his first name right? Uh, you got his first name right, Kakoa Vesperus. Vesperus, Vis- Vispera? right. Vesperus, Vesperus, yes. Uh, he's Eastern Washington's quarterback. This was our biggest question mark about Eastern, Andrew, was they had the best, one of the best quarterbacks in the country for seriously 20 years straight. And then Gunnar Tottington's a fine quarterback, but he's not that Walter Payton award-winning type guy. I don't know if Vesperus is there yet, but he's done pretty well. He threw with 350 yards and yep. a couple touchdowns last yep. week against a playoff team in Southeast Louisiana. The couple times I've watched him, he's got a lot of juice. He's very athletic. Uh, he's got a ton of confidence. If he can be one of the top five guys in the league, Eastern Washington might be that team that may, maybe surprises some people. I think he's knocking on the door of that top five right now. That's kind of why I wanted to ask the question because there's a bunch of interesting questions beyond where where do you put Caden Bennett, right. who started the season so well. Even if you're throwing Tommy Malott to the side, uh, where do you put Sean Chambers on this list because he's right. the guy who's healthy? Uh, and where do you put the Montana guys? And then where do you put Visperus? 
Well, and that's the other part is you must give Sean Chambers credit because if I'm going to elevate Giovanni McCoy to number one, then I think you actually probably have to put John Chambers at number three. If you're talking about proven commodities, it's McCoy, Hastings, and then Chambers. I mean, Chambers has won National Player of the Week award when he was the one guy in Montana State's win over UC Davis. I mean, Sean Chambers had an enormous hand in, in the Bobcats winning the Big Sky Garvis title last year, not just the 19 touchdowns, but he saved their bacon with a game-winning drive against Eastern Washington in Cheney. He was a National Player of the Week with Tommy Mallott on the shelf against UC Davis, and then he played through an injury with Mallott still out to help Montana State beat Idaho State. That's three of MSU's eight Big Sky wins last year, so you had to put Chambers in there as well. The other guys I still got to see more from are the guys that have the two best pedigrees in the league, the two former Elite 11 guys, Sam Heward, who's at Cal Poly, Jacob Sermer, who's at Northern Colorado. Cal Poly, we know next to nothing about because they beat a team in San Diego that had a, half their team suspended. They also beat an NAIA team in Lincoln that's you know, completely non-factor. So I don't really know what to think of, of Heward yet. And Northern Colorado's done nothing but shake it on the chin yet uh, so far this year. And they've been kind of rotating guys in and out of every position, including quarterbacks. So those guys are also sort of TBD right now. Yep, absolutely. And, you know... Um, Idaho State has a couple guys who have done a couple things. that We talked about the, the NAU guys with Mitch Stroman. Neither of those guys have done much of anything. Um, it's just there's a jury's still out on a lot of these guys, uh, including the tandem at Montana, right? We'll also get to see, I'll have a little bit better of an evaluation of Kylan Weiser, uh, the quarterback at Weber State after this weekend. I'm going to Ogden to watch that one. We'll certainly get a chance to see those two NAU quarterbacks as well. Great question. I guess the to answer the question, I think that you can sort of define the top three and then everybody else, it's still up for debate. And uh, I do think that, though, a guy like Caden Bennett's a guy that could break in uh, in a big way. So now is now, ESPN Radio will be back at it tomorrow. Bunch of fun guests for you, including Brooks Duanez talking all things uh, NFL. Chris Ball, the head coach of Northern Arizona, will join us live. And we'll also hear from Andy Thompson, head coach of Sac State. We'll see you tomorrow, 4 p.m. This has been Duanez Now, ESPN Radio. Coulter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that yeah. might, it must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Yeah, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now <laughs> for the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And, of course, they have Junior Bergen T-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time.